Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Money Makes the World Go Round. Uh, today's episode is again with a couple more guests and just uh, one additional um, person to the podcast. And I, I really like this flow and I think it's going to be nice if I keep getting more people who are down. I would like to continue this format. Uh, but here with me uh, today is a reoccurring guest, Eric, my roommate. What's up, what's up? And then uh, we got a new guest uh, in the building, uh, Christian. What's going on, guys? Man? It's good to... This is exciting stuff. I'm glad you're branching out into like a whole different type of thing. And it's good to, you know, no, talk yeah, about it, 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 It's always good to, to yeah. dabble in the arts. As yeah, we're the next generation. It's good to like get it started, right? Yeah, with the, with the content creation. No, nah, yeah. but uh, dude, I feel like uh, you now have been, at, at least with Eric, almost like our, as our median mm-hmm. where we've tried to do this episode for quite some time and it's on me for mm-hmm. For not uh, sending the text message and being kind of lazy. That's <laughs> right. I haven't sent it either in a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could do it. No, yeah, dude, I, really and, cool. and I'm super glad. Um, and I think the the conversation that we're gonna have today is gonna be pretty interesting because it's gonna be multiple different things that, mm. that I think we can uh, talk and discuss about. Um, but I think one that's that's pretty big that you and I have in common, and mm-hmm. then Eric also started, started to get into it, mm-hmm. is cryptocurrency, um, you know, in terms of investing into it or even looking into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking a little bit right now that you said that you don't know a whole, a whole bunch of it, and, and neither do I, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, three different minds put three different thoughts together, and mm-hmm. it could be a whole different thing, and we're all just going to learn something new from this. Mm-hmm. Um, so wh- what do you know about it, like, or what got it? What got you into it, you know, sort of what's your story with it? Man, this whole, you know, the, the whole illness thing, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. I mean, and with the rounds of stimulus and just amount of fiat money we're printing, man, yeah. like the Federal Reserve has said, like, they're not going to stop. Oh, no, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just going to go on and on. They just want to keep that boat floating constantly. Um, and that that's it's, kind of, it's a little bit of FOMO for me. And also, mm-hmm. like, uh, just I see what can happen yeah. in the future, like within the next decade or so. Um, because I checked out my portfolio. And I know it's like those prices are just it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've made... Like this past, like I started, yeah. Like I started my for uh, my IRA Roth or okay. Roth IRA yeah. this year, uh-huh. and so I started when it was in the dip, okay. and I made like thirteen percent in already. Return. Yes, yeah. That's <laughs> I and I wasn't even thinking about it when I was making it, mm-hmm. but like what, looking at it now, like the amount of return, it's not that big, but you know, yeah. it's. It's, I mean, it's good. It's good. If but you think about it, within seven months you've made thirteen exactly, percent. Exactly. You, you outpaced the S and P five hundred. Exactly. So yeah, you you did pretty well, man. Exactly. <laughs> I just I wasn't even thinking about it though. I just did it, and um, but yeah, it's it's like I know like the prices. Looking at the prices, it's mm-hmm. kind of inflated a little bit. Okay. And so using crypto, um, as kind of a reserve. That's that's what most people are saying, and that's what like what I've looked into it. It's kind of using it as a reserve currency for most, and um, like a hedging plan. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, Ma- yeah. Mainly because as um, kind of as you know, as we keep on printing more mm-hmm. money, the value just naturally gonna, goes down, <laughs> and inflation is just gonna rise. But what was that um, called again? The plan? What? Oh, hedging. Yeah, it's hedging. just, hedging. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. as a buffer. Oh, like kind okay, of to okay. keep your value. Keep your uh, money's value where it has yeah. to be. It's just know? like the risk management yeah. portion to your I, exactly. I heard Hajim and I was no. like, who the <laughs> no, fuck no, is Hajim? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who's that boy? What do you do? That's mainly what I use it as. <laughs> okay. As like a hedge against inflation and whatnot. Yeah. Um, just because I know eventually we're going to go into another dip. Mm-hmm. Whenever that is, you know, nobody can. It's, yeah. N- I'm I'm still like. If they, if they knew they would be a trillionaire. Exactly. Point, yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm using um, as a hedge against inflation, and kind of one of the biggest things is that's the future. Mm-hmm. It really is, um, mainly because using my experience from like what you know, I what are the things that I did learn in college. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things my entrepreneurship professor always said is like you only have to be right once. Yeah, yeah. dude, for real. <laughs> you only have to be right once, and then. <laughs> And then after that, you could just, you know, <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just literally it pays <laughs> off with one idea. Exactly. And um, one of the biggest things that stuck 
with me from kind of just being a student is this book by Peter Thiel um, from Zero to One. I it's I it's it's a really good book like okay not even less than 200 pages and you get a lot My of value book? yeah okay. it's it's a good good quick read yeah um but it has to do with that step where uh that's you know you only have to be right once yeah it's it, it's the main question he poses to the reader is like what do you believe uh what is something that you believe that kind of goes against the fray and also it's it's a simple question he has is like what do you think what do you believe that nobody else believes pretty much yeah and kind of crypto is the answer to kind of the the currency question i guess for the world okay like um how can we become more in terms of like a global economy as as one you know what yeah. i mean I see. being being that exchange to where you can send money directly to anybody in the yeah. world and kind of negate those uh fees exchange mm -hmm. fees no yeah I, I, yeah I i know what it's sorry not to cut you off but it mm -hmm. um it jogged my memory there's a, a podcast and mm -hmm. if i was a better listener i would remember the name of the company mm -hmm. um because they're definitely going to be a huge player in this um they do paypal no, no no i would remember oh, okay. no yeah uh, <laughs> it was uh they it has to do with lightning in terms of with the with the cryptocurrency so mm -hmm. to be able to do exchanges and to be able to send money mm -hmm. um they actually ended up working with a latin american country um because their their own dollar um mm -hmm. it's it's inflation is so bad they don't even use it mm -hmm. so they the, uh, denominate their economy based on the u.s dollar okay. but the exchange rate is so high and it's so hard to get it mm -hmm. um that, that that the i don't know whoever's the governing body for mm -hmm. the i think it's a i don't want to name the wrong country so i'm not going to say because <laughs> um, then there's probably be someone who listens from there's like hey, yo F you, you got the wrong country. Hopefully, you'll say Denmark. For, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, this Latin uh, mm -hmm. American country gave it a shot with the with the company, and mm -hmm. basically, what it does is not only does it allow people to to send um, cryptocurrency at at all times, twenty four seven, mm -hmm. um, instantly with no zero with a zero charge, so so no uh, transfer fee at all, mm -hmm. but then. They also uh, partner up with a local bank that that's there, and now they are able to flip that Bitcoin into U.S. dollar instantly as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. And it's also um, with very very minor transaction fee for it. So it's like it's basically the way that this um, um, country kind of sees their the economy boosting back up. So mm -hmm. I, I I think you hit it right on the nail. Where I think. Um, they mainly use like Bitcoin because I mean it's been almost around for I think like a decade, right, or over yeah. a decade now. I closed. Yeah, it's over a decade. Yeah. I think established in two thousand nine or eight. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But it because it was after the last yeah. uh, the <laughs> financial last, crisis. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's been over a decade. So I mean, and, and it's also sort of the one where the program I feel like it's a little bit more predictable to see where the dips are going to come in, where the highs. And a lot of this, dude, I've just been learning recently, and, mm -hmm. and I think it's because a lot of these experts that have been saying it's not uh, worth anything. Yeah, mainly like Chase CEO or yeah, whoever the head of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like there's huge people that said that w are against it, but it's also because it's traditionally against their almost the backbone of their business. I yeah, mean, exactly. If you think about every bank, they're mm -hmm. surviving because the government is printing out money. Mm -hmm. If they stop printing out money, even if they stop back in the financial day crisis, like we would probably have maybe a bank, mm -hmm. like literally maybe one bank nationally that would have survived. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, mm. of course, you're going to go against it. Um, but also, I feel like a lot of big players in cryptocurrency are finally getting the platform to speak out. And it's a large enough audience now to where uh, people have seen what it can do. So mm -hmm. now they're actually listening and they're actually like, oh, wait. I can make a lot of money with this. Yeah. I mean, look at the dude who lost his key, who's <laughs> at $200 million, and right. you can't use it. It's like, yeah. I would rip out my hair, man. Yeah. Um, but, that, yeah. Like, that's one of the other, also, like, one of the big things with crypto is, like, how you mentioned uh, that Latin American country. Mm -hmm. um, think about how much power that gives to the average person. Yes. Having them having control over their money and um, knowing what the actual value of it mm -hmm. is, um, that just frees them up 
to you know being able to create actual value for themselves or for the family you know send yeah. money to whoever they need to that sort of thing um that's one of the biggest things why i got involved with crypto is because it you know keeps you in control of you know of your own currency yeah, of yeah. Your, your own money your yeah. own value um mainly because you know with how human civilization has gone and and i'm just gonna take this uh <laughs> kind of like with crypto it's like very applies to a lot of broad things in terms of uh kind of human in ingenuity and mm -hmm. like history like in the past kind of um the, you know the people in power held control over the currency yes. now giving that back to the people is like huge so that's yeah it's one of the biggest things and i've like with this whole illness and the lockdowns like you see the type of things that can happen people losing their jobs yeah um just having no control over what happens mm -hmm. so like I'm gonna be real with you. Like, this this is kind of be kind of be be life for the next ten years. Mm -hmm. um, these lockdowns, it's not gonna go away. No, um, I don't. So. I don't think it is. Mm. Mainly because think about think about how much like I'm not gonna say what company I work for. I don't, uh, like just because. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's say like I work with a, like yeah, a big the, company. Yeah, big company. Yeah, and. Um, Think about how many people have been employed by like warehouses, how many people have lost their jobs, their businesses, yeah. and have had to go to these companies to seek employment and a way to pay for their bills. Yeah. Um, that's it, you know? Like, I've seen, I, I'm, I'm in a position to where I see the amount of churn rate that, um, of the amount of people we bring in and then, you know, just, yeah, they, they the leave. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's that's life for a lot of people and yeah. there's really no control in that you know what i mean yeah. um you're set at a certain amount of pay rate and then you just you're limited by the amount of hours you put in the day and there's mm -hmm. so many hours you know yeah and then that just takes a toll on the body and that's 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 the biggest thing is getting control back f from the amount of money you make and um that sort of thing you know dude it's it's crazy that you see it like you eat and and uh, sorry no, to no, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. and um like there's a there's a way for me to move up in that company but like, yeah. i don't want to like yeah. if this is life uh, I this, don't is want crappy. It. Yeah, this is yeah. crappy you know yeah, like i don't want like it. i already see it like if <laughs> if if i re if that's that's it yeah. uh, like i'm not gonna do that like no, yeah it, 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 i think you and i like see the world very similarly because because mm -hmm. for me like money like it doesn't equal status what it equals for me is like freedom exactly so yep. like right now mm -hmm. like uh, i'm not making a lot of money but i am financially stable enough where i can do what i want to do that's and i'm good. not like worry about like oh i have to not be able to do this because i can't pay this bill or stuff like that so i feel mm -hmm. super blessed and i it's really interesting that you see cryptocurrency exactly like like that because mm -hmm. i mean that's exactly what is sort of in the foundation of what crypto of what bitcoin and everything like that is it's like it's to decentralize it and give people the mm -hmm. freedom to be able to do whatever they want with it and um to not kind of give the power to a group of people saying hey this is how we're going to run the currency and this is your lifestyle now mm -hmm. um, exactly yep it, it's super interesting so um this also jogged my memory today i was uh, reading uh, the uh, newsletter by Morning Brew. Do you, do you do you know who they are? I've heard of them, yeah, yeah. and I, I feel like I should subscribe to them. I feel like I could use my uh, links so I, I <laughs> so I can get some free stuff. But, 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 it, it, it's a free newsletter, uh -huh. and I yeah. highly highly recommend it. But they they depending on how many people you uh, use share your link with, and mm -hmm. they subscribe, they give you free stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just shoot me a link, man. You know, yeah, cool, cool. I I appreciate that. Uh, but they they did a, a portion of the article where. They talk about the the power that the Federal uh, Reserve has, or, mm -hmm. or the Fed, um, in terms of inequality in the country, and I feel like that's kind of part of like kind of ties it in with this uh, as well. Where um, you know prior to nineteen nineteen seventies, where we're still part of the gold standard, mm -hmm. where after the gold standard, it, it was figured out within a case study um that when the federal reserve actually starts printing money the way that they do mm. inequality within uh, minorities actually ends up increasing a lot more mm -hmm. um instead of the wealthier because um uh, from another uh, uh podcast where the, the the investors podcast that i listen to and mm -hmm. talk a crap ton about now on this podcast too mm -hmm. um they talked about how 
Um, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. So wait, so Fed, inequality, printing money. Uh, where was I going with that? Where was I going with that? Darn it. <laughs> it, might, it might come back. It might, it come, might back. come back. Ah, oh, dude, it was going to be a good point too. Man. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Yeah, it, it, it happens, man. Do you have a question? I, I, yeah, yeah, I have, I have a few questions. Oh, my bad. Here. Yeah, just for, for like the <laughs> no, I, I haven't written down there. Oh, yeah? that too. Yeah, uh, just for like the average listener out there, you know, because uh, they may not be super familiar with like cryptocurrency exactly, like what started it, how it started, why it becomes so popular. Uh, so I guess like a few questions is uh, first things first is like how is cryptocurrency produced? Like who who produces it? Like who who gives it its value? I guess it's like another follow up question for that. So the value that that's that's something. Um, well, the value is derived. A lot of it is derived from actually our um, currency, so the U.S. dollar, um, because mainly, and that's derived from inflation. So like, a lot of people uh, just it's it's just derived from our currency mainly because um, as the value of our dollar goes down, crypto goes up, and so like it's what I mentioned before. Um, people using it as a hedge against inflation. That's yeah. that's literally it. Um, and it's also also because of um, just how much money people actually put into it. So like a lot of financial institutions have just been dumping money into crypto. Yeah, lately. Yeah, and that just drives up the money. Um, there's a certain amount of so um, I believe there's 21 or 22 million actual Bitcoin. Mm. Um, and so. Like let's say people dump, at really rough, rough uh, numbers, but like let's just say it's there's 22 million as like the set amount of yeah total of for total yeah. Bitcoin, and people dump in a certain amount that drives up. That's what drives up the value of it. So like that's why right now when I came in it was um when I just checked this morning it was like 35k. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because people are constantly trading between different cryptocurrencies or whatever, taking money out because they become became a millionaire or something. Yeah. <laughs> They're very so, volatile, right? Yeah, now. yeah. But yeah, that's that's literally why because people are just dumping money into it. That's all. And what was your second question? Oh, like how 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 is it produced? I know so, it goes um, through the process of mining, but like, yeah. what, what, what exactly is mining in this term? Or in this context, so it's a sequence sequence of equations that have to be solved, and these math wizards, you know, when they solve it, they just get there. It's like a game, pretty much. It's weird. Yeah, I was I was gonna it's say weird, like it's yeah. like games like you solve these equations and boom, uh, you get a, a Bitcoin. Yeah, it's and it's just, just like so. Um, cryptocurrency currency in general, well, what it is, it's what it is is a system of exchanges. Um, between people and that's that's where it gets its value I see. because it could be tracked and verified um between people pretty much that sort of thing yeah like through the miners yeah um so so basically yeah they, and they algorithms just, and yeah. that sort of thing I and mean, just like you can um you know numbers don't lie to you yeah basically. There, there's yeah <laughs> and some some skeptics of crypto say like oh you can just copy and paste but it's that uh it's the it's kind of um you gotta show um, the work. That? <laughs> Is that what math teachers want us to show hey, the work? Hey, bro, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can show. Like, so <laughs> no, that's actually a good. You can show the work, like of the the transactions. Everybody gets a like um unique code. Mm -hmm. the, the the key yeah. basically that that dude lost. It's yeah. it's basically what each person like. If you were to buy it, you kind of own it. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at like re retail investors and anyone who invests like outside of it. The reason why you don't receive a key is because you technically don't own part of it. It's I like see. it's like you you only monetarily own it, but you don't actually own the code itself. Only the miners who end up mining it are the mm. ones who end up uh, truly putting it out to the world. And and then the also the equation um, sets how many bitcoins there is. So every every I think ten years it, or five years it increases the amount no, of bitcoin. No, there, there's no there's gonna be just a certain amount. Like the last one, I I, I thought that it, it they were in talks where it was gonna it's going to get updated. Oh well, that might be that to, might be yeah, yeah, where it would be like um like to a certain amount like I I could be confusing mm -hmm. cryptocurrencies because they they mm -hmm. all try to kind of copy yeah. each other but make yeah. different things different. But yeah, it's very interesting. It's a lot of math mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah. Um. 
But what I heard was, uh, yeah, it might be Bitcoin. Um, but what I heard was like the last Bitcoin will be mined in twenty one forty. Oh, so okay. It's twenty one forty. Yeah, it's because these the like after you solve one equation, the equation becomes way more complex, and so that's why you need a ridiculous amount of um, computing power. Com- yeah, exactly. Yeah to uh be able to solve this that's ridiculous. yeah it's crazy so like almost it's, like in a hundred years it's yeah it's almost that's the crazy thing about unless we get quantum computing then. exactly <laughs> but, but that's the crazy oh, thing like to one of your points you said previously um oh crap i lost my train <laughs> but, it, but it's like uh numbers don't lie to you. yeah i lost it no yeah. it's all good like, it's all good i have a, uh, another question all so right, what, yeah. what, what makes cryptocurrency so so volatile like why doesn't it stay consistent people constantly like just trading yeah. between different cryptocurrencies and um taking money out of it out of the exchange i and, see and that's what um it, like i said it's uh what people put in that's that's what drives the so if, if people start buying more Let's say, for example, Bitcoin, mm-hmm. um, the value of it will start going up. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. putting in more money into the system, basically. Um, and then also, like, the the reason why it's, like, so volatile is because the majority of the people at the very beginning are retail investors. So, like you said, mm-hmm. like, when you're moving money, us as individuals tend to move money a lot more, especially, like, at the very early stages. Like, you didn't... Um, I would say still in the early stages where people don't fully trust it to mm-hmm. the point where they're willing to hold long term. So they're willing to, to make short gains and then sell it because mm-hmm. they've already seen it where it goes through its cycle and it drops and it has had drops to like up to 80 percent. So it makes sense as to why people no, take yeah. out their money. That, yeah, because like I noticed it too because I, I I put in like a few dollars into mm-hmm. it. Mm, I don't know how much, $25 into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I already like almost doubled it i mean i made like yeah. 20 dollars yeah. out of it you know no. and, uh, <laughs> and and then when it went up to like um it, it was up to like forty thousand dollars oh yeah for bitcoin mm-hmm. and then like the next monday it went down to like 33 exactly yeah. because um might have well I don't people know. might have taken so it's, it's, it's common yeah. to i guess like like you say get get those short gains in. so if i see it go up like a lot yeah it, it, it's not a bad idea to sell it uh, and then wait for it to like go down again, possibly, or it, or is there is there a process to do that? I think it's all entirely based on on your investment theory. Mm-hmm. So, like for me personally, and I'm sure it's the same uh, for Christian, where we're holding it long term because we we see it as a hedging. And I truly am bullish on on uh, especially on Bitcoin with everything that I've been learning lately, where um it's it's projected to hopefully get to at least like five hundred thousand within the next decade. So each Bitcoin will be worth $500,000. So if you oh are God. in now at 30000 a lot of people are saying that you're getting at a discounted price mm-hmm. because it should project um, and go and it increase. And mathematically, it has made sense. It's like may- maybe not the 500000 or maybe it will because I haven't done the math myself, but it's like um, it, it, the way that it increases and decreases, it, it has mathematically has a pattern to it. And it's just people haven't fully trusted it enough to the point where they'll just follow the pattern, mm-hmm. which is what adds to the volatility of it. But yeah, interesting. But like, once we get to that point, once one crypto is valued at five hundred thousand, it'll just be the currency itself that people use to trade and trade product, possibly. But yeah, I was who knows? Say, that's you know? the interesting. Yeah, about, yeah. I, that that was the interesting about it. Also, that's what I think will happen. Just where it'll be like your daily currency for it. That's just the way. Human, like to get really broad, just the way humanity is moving. Mm-hmm. The way, um, when we become more global, un- unionized, yeah. um, as just one, yeah, we have to have unification in a way and communication, um, finances, finances, finances everything, like law, yeah, like literally the the backbone of whatever you need. A civilization to thrive in that might is, be like a while to be honest yeah like a, like yeah. a unified no exactly world yeah in essence like no and it'll be some it'll be some just future, a long time till some cyberpunk yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a dissolve <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> these are the eddies of the future <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> let's, let's hope it's not a dystopia. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and then uh, I, I, I just have one last question. No, yeah, um, go ahead. This was when we were in, in college, mm-hmm. and I remember being in, in the music building, in the music wing there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my colleagues were talking about Bitcoin during the time, and they were saying, like, investing in it because, like, you know, it's yeah, gonna go back when it was yeah back when it was like cheap yeah like cheap or know, in, in essence yeah, yeah yeah i remember yeah i remember just like a throwback so to that. in 2013 2012 mm-hmm. um that's when it went up like it went yeah. up up like from prior to that year like yeah. 2012 it went up by a lot and people who invested in bitcoin became like yeah millionaires, millionaires. millionaires. <laughs> yeah uh so like what what really caused this big spike Back, back for Bitcoin. Like, well, what, what exactly was it? Like, was it companies investing into it? Like you guys mentioned. So, I know in twenty. Oh, so I know it happened in twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. and then in twenty eighteen we had an issue with that in terms of like the U.S. currency. Oh, During I know that what period you're of time. About. So it, it was, at least in twenty seventeen, it was a build up to what happened in twenty eighteen. So in twenty eighteen, stocks were kind of uh, failing. Ah, darn it, man. I'm struggling over here trying to talk yeah, he's, to. Yeah, he's trying to clamp his mic back into place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, go ahead, Christian, because I'm, I'm I'm having an issue, man. It had to do with uh, this. There, there's a little bit of history behind that. Um, this one cryptocurrency, a different one. Uh, what they would do is for yeah, per yeah, yeah. per dollar, like yeah. match a dollar per U.S. dollar. Yeah, you could use them to, I believe. Uh, buy Bitcoin is mm-hmm. what happened, and then there was a controversy with if what they were actually, if their crypto was, was actually worth some, yeah. yeah, backed by the actual dollar, or just worth nothing. Pretty much, it, pretty much, they were like the Federal Reserve, just making, um, printing or virtually creating their currency, and essentially, there it having no value at all. So that's what people, I believe, were using to buy crypto or okay. buy Bitcoin. And that just drove up the price to like, I think the peak was like 13, 15K. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it just dipped hard to 9K. Um, but at that point, it was. I mean, still like. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what drove up the price back uh, around 20, 2016, 2017. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember watching um, back in the business building in college. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. remember the business building had like the. It was like literally the stock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was actually pretty cool. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, the the ones with like the at the Nasdaq. Yeah, it had the Nasdaq on on top of uh, this computer science oh, okay. computer science uh, office, which was really cool. And then they were running like NBC. <laughs> Just like twenty four seven. Yeah, 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 dude. dude. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's very interesting, but um. Do you have any more questions about mm-hmm. crypto? No, that that's all the questions I that, that you got thought about. Yeah. So this is this is something that um, I'd be interested. In. So we were talking about this over the mm-hmm. weekend with a, another friend, or um, I had mentioned it. So basically, we talked about how kind of like Bitcoin is is sort of the way that that you hedge against the inflation, mm-hmm. and um, this is also something else that a lot of people say that it's almost against inflation i guess mm. even though the key thing that drives up the price is inflation um which is real estate i, I know we had talked about uh do you trying to get into real estate did you ever uh go through that with uh getting your real estate license or are you looking into that i'm just looking into it just because i in terms of the market here in where we are yeah no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just not a good place for me to get started yeah um so i'm just looking into i'm just you know doing what i can learning about our current market um here mm-hmm. just you know doing the basic stuff looking at the mls the public mls yeah. whatever is available available zillow redfin that sort of thing and just following a lot of you know real estate investors um listen to a lot of the you know bigger pockets podcast oh, i love which that is, podcast. yeah it's yeah. really good um and one of the biggest developments is i don't know if you saw but zillow kind of cutting ties with their third-party um, real estate investors. I did not know that. Yeah. And um, going, becoming a brokerage themselves. Oh, yeah. that would, dude, that would work out a whole lot better for them, to be honest, because then you encompass the all-in business instead of mm-hmm. 
I guess, trying to shoot it out to other people. If you already had the people driving the traffic of the customers, mm -hmm. you might as well yeah, capitalize that, that was kind it. of a sneaky thing they did for, like, you know, for a however little, long they've been around yeah. is building up that brand name and then just sweeping the rug right under yeah. Yeah. investors. And I still get emails from Zillow. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've been looking at oh, yeah? those, like, oh, I like this house. And I keep getting emails, like, check out this one for $140,000. I'm like, mm. Mm. Yeah, I ain't cool. got that. <laughs> and what a lot of the kind of uh really aggressive real estate investors that i follow mm -hmm. like brian casella um he was saying like he saw what was happening he's like don't use them as a crutch uh rely on them for your credibility um and that's what a lot of real estate investors or some of them i don't know too much about it but mm -hmm. you know that's what some of them did was hey look at my zillow profile as credibility like i've sold this many homes i've had oh, this many okay. listings sort of yeah. sort of thing on a website and now that they're moving to having salaried real estate investors um kind of is a kick is a hit to them yeah kind of now they have to build up their brand name um I again yeah. sort of um because they can no longer use their profile but one of the interesting things is uh is you know they it's it's good for zillow and good for you know the market in general mm -hmm. just because it's easier for buyers to buy and sellers to sell yeah um but that doesn't mean they have a whole grasp of you know yeah, just sure, the whole sure. yeah exactly yeah um because they a lot of their salary may not you know maybe out of state or whatever and so they may not have a total good grasp on the you know the local market yeah Whereas a you know local real estate investor, if they're good or not, investor, they should know the yeah, market. Yeah, they should know the market. You know, have use that as a you know as their like a leverage. Almost? Yeah, yeah, as their leverage, their selling point to their to their buyer seller. I and I think what's going to be very interesting in terms of uh, with Zillow though, if like if you scrolled all the way to the bottom, it gives mm -hmm. you like the taxes and it could give and it gives you like projections. Oh yeah, like estimations. Yeah, of, like, estimations yeah, 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 of what like the yeah. Mm -hmm. of the house could be worth, or let's say whatever is the the rental um, value to the home. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the biggest key thing to it because um, even the realtors uh, may be very good within the market themselves, but if they don't have that analytical background, um, it's going to be very hard. And I think uh, that's one of the biggest. Uh, key takeaways that I, I think from every large investor that they always talk about at the very beginning mm. is finding that perfect realtor or that perfect brokerage that you can work with and they under because understanding single family homes and understanding what could be an investment vehicle in terms of like a, a duplex or something like that is completely different mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people unless you know you have really studied the market or you had or you went under someone's wing who understands that 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 type of mindset and that type of like cash flow for for a house it it'd be very hard you know what i'm saying and i think that's where zillow could take the the sort of the lead um mm -hmm. especially because it's, it's a software company so a lot of this could be coded and it could mm -hmm. be just do the work for them yeah it could just be some math guy in the background just you know coding everything marco becker going just <laughs> it would be perfect just like all right we ready <laughs> yeah. if i knew how to code <laughs> no, but um I, 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 but I, I see your point. I, I think it's going to take a while. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think people still really appreciate um, sort of just that in-person yeah. uh, contact. I mean, look at the at, um, like the car sales um, industry. Carvana is like popping off, but not enough to the point where you see a whole bunch of dealerships like closing off. Mm -hmm. They probably had a lot of the, apparently a lot of them in 2020 had like record years for really? selling cars. Like it wasn't as great as prior to like 20 like 2019 and everything like that mm -hmm. but it definitely beat expectations for a lot of mm -hmm. car dealerships in 2020 so it's like it kind of mind-boggled a lot of people it's like even though they got the option and possibly to buy it online and have it contactless they're like not nah, screw that i want to go <laughs> test drive my car it's like oh yeah it's, yeah i think that that's that's also like people not having enough knowledge yeah you know or just not enough not having or not knowing where to look that for for that true. knowledge um but yeah i think i think that's what um that's that's one of the reasons why i want to go into real estate is because you know try and help people make that because houses is are one of the biggest financial decisions you know yeah, families yeah. have to make 
Yes. And if I can help somebody make a good decision on it, uh, the better. You know. No, yeah. I'm I'm helping out, especially with you know, with way the way things have been going. Um, I'm helping out my dad get a, uh, you know, new mortgage on the house and just helping mm-hmm. him out make you know the best financial decision for yeah. that. And with my experience, do that. It's been pretty cool. So I just want to help other people with it. Yeah. No, dude, that's what I'm that, doing. That's good. That's a that's a good uh, mindset. Nice way to think about it. Yeah. Um. But it, what uh what other inspiration? Because I know in college you did uh, entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of led you to that? Because I I talked about it in my podcast before. Like, dude, I didn't think about business like mm-hmm. nowhere near the amount that I think about it now. Like prior to me starting my master's, like mm-hmm. literally, I I never talked about money. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of a thing that's always been building up. Um, for me, I think it's the way I was brought up. Um, I think I don't know what your your guys' situations were go- growing up, but f- with me, it was you know we weren't ever ever like that financially off well. Mm-hmm. And for me, it just built a very big frugal mindset. Okay, just like knowing where to look for deals <laughs> that sort of thing <laughs> that that it's Fuck just yeah the dude. little things just over yeah, been there. over over light over yeah over we light just building job, up yeah, yeah. 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 like you can get a two dollar toothbrush or like a 99 <laughs> cent one it's just like well you know where where to look for those deals it, that sort of thing you the, know it, the rare it, sorry to cut you off but like it <laughs> when i was a kid my parents like we never used to go on vacations because it was too expensive so mm. they would take us to six flags mm. i was 12 till i was like maybe 16 <laughs> like my dad was always like hey tell them you're 12 though because <laughs> there was like a reduced oh, price uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean you don't I, wear haircuts yeah, dog. Dude. Like, <laughs> i was like dude, dude, let's get <laughs> i was I'm like, like bro, with like a peach fuzz yeah and like <laughs> come on man like i'm not gonna do that my bad i didn't mean to cut you off oh, but yeah, it's like yeah trips to mexico because they were always cheap bro no yeah living you know <laughs> just visiting never going to hotels yeah, it's, it's yeah exactly no um, but I, so, so kind of what do you want to do like um i i'm guessing you want to own a business yeah what, what do you want to that's one of the biggest about? yeah so like that's why i wanted to go into real estate um because nobody can control the amount of i output uh and the amount of rewards i get back i can like because i'm making like right now what i do is i put 11 to 12 hours of work each day sometimes five days a week yeah man it it takes a toll on the body it takes a toll on the body i don't you know the stress Mm it's just it just sucks yeah yeah. (laughs) so going into entrepreneurship and real estate i think um you know, it frees you up to do what you really want. Yeah. And, you know, you actually like what you're doing, um, which is biggest thing why I pursue is freedom. Yeah. Man. And that's kind of like now if you don't have a side hustle, you're kind of falling behind. Yeah, that's what everyone's yeah. saying. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all got the side hustle. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not being yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. You, you have to <laughs> go, you know, pursue that now. Yeah, seriously. Um, and you know i'm dipping my toes in everything mm-hmm. whether that's real estate investing um crypto stocks yeah um i'm thinking about opening up even like an amazon account just selling just basic stuff like usb uh wire connection yeah. just like that little thing just to, to steal them from work yeah and resell them? just <laughs> <laughs> no, not that he works there <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know just doing that just to kind of dip your toes because um figure out after that what you really want to do yeah you know find kind of um yeah man i lost my train of thought but yeah it's um dipping your toes everywhere seeing where you kind of excel at and kind of it connects or i think it connects well with who i am as a person yeah um financially mentally kind of building up myself and a business because i um Every day I check this uh, service I use called Personal Capital, mm-hmm. just building up my, or just seeing where my portfolio is throughout the day, okay. seeing those numbers rise. Yeah, it's just really cool. It's like it's like a video game, like leveling no, yourself yeah. up, bro. You know? Yeah. I I I watch my uh, Robinhood account. Yeah. And my uh, retirement account at least. I watch the Robinhood account yeah. a lot too. 
because it's uh, to a like rather than multiple times a day yeah to the point where it's <laughs> like it's like, a problem a yeah. dollar. <laughs> I, uh, but uh, i mean my investment uh, my retirement and my other investments maybe at least once a week or once a month mm-hmm. yeah. um no but I, I i totally agree with you i see it the, the exact same way mm-hmm. um I really have gotten into the mindset and in terms of the groove of like really like self-improvement mm. and not and and, mm-hmm. and like i feel like physically as well like you know mm-hmm. i've been working out a whole lot but then i've also tried to apply that to other stuff um so right now like i said i you know still doing school but after i'm done with school i kind of really want to figure out what is my next side hustle because mm-hmm. like i i en- i enjoy working but um but it doesn't like give you that whole like full fulfill fulfillment at mm-hmm. least for myself because it, yeah it's not true like it's not the aspiration yeah you're looking for yeah it's not like truly like for myself like don't get me wrong i i want to work my my butt off to help my company keep increasing because i mean mm-hmm. not only does it reflect well on yourself mm-hmm. ultimately at the end of the day let's say even if they were to screw you over if you're the hardest working person in that room it don't matter where you what end mm-hmm. up happening you can end up showing that off to anyone it's like they like yeah i got screwed up but this is exactly where i took it from point a to point b and mm-hmm. this is what i did um so at the end of the day it doesn't matter to me like whatever people say that corporations are just like soulless i don't give a fuck man because at the end of the day <laughs> like it what it brings me fulfillment is my me working my butt off mm-hmm. and having some sort of benefit at the end of the day you no know? definitely yeah. and i think that's what a side hustle is and it gives you like that full fulfillment where it's like you're working your butt off but it's for yourself mm-hmm. you know and i did i see it like business-wise exactly the same like i have my thoughts of what i want to do um but i'm i still feel like i have to build myself up to a certain point where i can go ahead and you know um use that and 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 do something yeah that's one of the powerful things about entrepreneurship is uh that fulfillment yeah um whatever you want to call it maslow's hierarchy or needs or whatever whatever yeah yeah, you're building something for yourself yes and for others and your actual you're bringing whether it's selling you know tacos on the car yeah. hey, <laughs> or something yeah you know? it's it's something for yourself you're able to place um, your unique fingerprint on something yeah and then send it out to the world to see how it does yeah and you do kind of do something but no but yeah man um did, did you have anything else that you want to talk about or well i kind of wanted to um it's actually interesting the way um crypto actually connects with real estate and a lot of different um sectors I've of the market i've not heard of that All yeah right, go ahead <laughs> well especially with ethereum um okay where ethereum and um bitcoin well ethereum is unique in its very own unique way um where it's where w- what it wants to become is m1 currency mm-hmm. um Pretty M1? much yeah. explain to the people. Yeah, what, what, M1 what is, is M1 currency? So M1 is kind of what I mentioned before, that universal um, exchange to where you can send, you know, cur- uh, you know, money seamlessly with you know little to no exchange uh, fees. Mm-hmm. It it it's yeah. just basically how fast you can get it. So there's yeah. different levels to to, to money, mm-hmm. and M1 or M M zero I think is actual actual cash, mm-hmm. like just basically like it's cash. Me giving it to you a hundred percent liquid. Um, you can move it really fast. M one I think is deposits in 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 bank accounts. Is uh is M one like is is quick pay for example like an M one currency? Yeah, you can you can count it as an M one because it's it's very liquid. It goes from my bank account to your bank account. It's basically like making a deposit, so it would okay. be an M one. Yeah. But where but, it shines is <clears throat> is Ethereum. It's program programmable mm-hmm. to where it's 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 uh. Well, you, Ethereum, what it does is create contracts within itself, um, and then whatever, <laughs> and then you can exchange it for Ethereum or, or and, anything else. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know. So, man, I'm gonna really butcher this. So mm-hmm. it's it's. I was listening to this on my way over too, um, but you create contracts within Ethereum, the blockchain. Okay. And so that system of exchanges. So, like, let's say, I'm going to put it simply, um, ride-sharing programs um, or apps. So, essentially, you contact the driver within the blockchain, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, creates a user interface where you say, you get me from point A to point B, and I'll exchange this amount of Ethereum with you. Okay. Um, And that kind of cuts out the middleman being, you know, 
uh, Uber or okay. uh, what's the other big one? I forget. Like Lyft. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that just frees up a lot of power and freedom to, you know, the seller and the buyer. Yeah. And that, that has a whole bunch of applications in terms of communication, uh, voting, real estate, mm-hmm. you know, because real estate is a very complex uh, oh, yeah. process, you know, realtors um you know the policies behind it exactly you go to escrow companies you have to go to a bank to get a loan that sort of thing yeah so it's a very complex process to where ethereum simplifies is like hey you have a house i want to buy it yeah here's some (laughs) ethereum there you go here's the money yeah that'd be pretty pretty cool actually yeah exactly okay um and so that's something i want to look into just into it because uh it could it could def it, it could disrupt a lot of industries yes in a big way you know and yeah no yeah um i it, i think that um the other one that that i've that i've seen it like really get integrated mm-hmm. in terms of like the um the different levels in terms of money is um with credit cards so mm-hmm. it, so there's there's a couple like gemini is one of them and then i forgot what's the other one yeah um, gemini is something i want to look into yeah for sure no it, yeah. It, it, it it's very interesting i i almost signed up for the credit card but i the so the other company that i that i heard also on the same podcast mm-hmm. um actually has an annual fee which is why i didn't sign mm-hmm. up for it I, it's like a hundred bucks i i mean the way that bitcoin is going i would have definitely made my money mm-hmm. um right off the because it, it's cash instead of getting cash back you get bitcoin mm-hmm. um and then you can use that same exact same bitcoin um in terms of like fiat or mm-hmm. with the u.s dollar whatever currency you use fiat mm-hmm. like in the as in the car uh no no so with fiat it'd be cool if you could exchange it for cars but i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah no if fiat is just kind of like the our regular u.s dollar yeah. just um well, what it literally means is ruling by decree yeah so um you know u.s dollar like you mentioned the russian ruble um just no backing basically yeah no ba- exactly okay, yeah. okay, and, okay. and whatever yeah, yeah. No, no, and no backing at all but you could also you leave it as almost like a savings account within the same credit card so I, I it's very very interesting um those are the two they're they're two major companies that i've heard of uh doing it um and gemini is the one that i was listening to today in the morning so that's mm-hmm. why it's fresh in my mind um but and i see that as being like sort of that direct link uh, or almost the bridge not the direct link but the bridge of um making that transition where it's like all right well now even more and more business especially with paypal and stuff like that taking it um and more companies using it and have you heard how how companies are are buying into bitcoin but they're using it as a savings account so it's, mm-hmm. it's for to offset their cash flows i think tesla's looking into it too if Just tesla does it yeah it, everybody I, I promise you that bitcoin price <laughs> is gonna <laughs> shoot up it's hey, gonna shoot up yeah. humongously yeah, yeah. Because they have a shit ton of capital mm-hmm. right now, so yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it'd be I nice. It'd be nice. It'd be Let nice. me just put in like more money in Bitcoin, <laughs> and, then, and, and then it'd be nice. Put an extra couple hundred bucks, um, and you make a huge dude. return, dude. I'll put a thousand. No, yeah, I'll put a dude. Thousand. A thousand. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, how much? Uh, how much have you invested into kind of uh, crypto? Uh, crypto? Into crypto. Yeah, just like a percentage amount of your. Uh, 10 percent of my portfolio oh, okay yeah yeah that's around where, where i'm at too yeah the, the, just because I, I think that's the standard for like a lot of people who are trying to learn into it and <laughs> I, just, I think 10 percent is like the the money line for you know uh-huh. what i'm saying yeah just a little off topic topic but when i got that uh 600 stimmy wrong mm-hmm. i yeah. just that straight went into crypto <laughs> but just went, no, went that's right that's into good it. investment that's a good investment no, it, 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 it's it, like it, i didn't even think about it it's like i never even got that money just put yeah. it into crypto oh it dude it it doesn't even pay it doesn't pay off to to hold money now Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest on everyone's saying like at this point like you might as well be burning your cash because well federal reserve also said like they're they're gonna let inflation (laughs) inflation um inflation percentage just rise until you know yeah yeah well well, their inflation they want to get it to the point where it's at least two percent but it's not hitting two percent um and then that's the whole that's the whole issue that a lot of people are saying is that nobody truly knows what inflation is. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, like, at, at consumer prices um, or CPI is one of the biggest indicators that, you know, that's connected with it, with inflation. But it's the only one that keeps going up and inflation doesn't go up to kind of mm-hmm. offset it. So it's just the cost of everything is going up. Um, and then, uh, oh, there, 
Now I know. Now okay. Know. I, All right. To, go, to, ahead. To, go ahead. Go ahead. To the yeah, to the podcast uh, of um, of we study billionaires uh, mm-hmm. or millionaires. Um, they they were talking about that exact same thing where they were talking about how sort of um, with cryptocurrency and inflation, like the 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 reason why the banks are not going to stop doing what they're doing. Um, which blew my mind because I never thought about it this way is literally the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are backing up the fixed income um, the entire industry oh they really are yeah yeah. so like if they stop putting money out there the entire fixed income and the entirement the the entire retirement um, Mm -hmm. like industry would fail it Mm -hmm. would literally start burning down and and no one would really survive and that that definitely made sense um, because as um, if you guys know, like the way that the Fed works, they print out money, and the first people that always get it is always the banks. And typically, what banks do is they do corporate bonds for their dad. A lot of those corporate bonds end up going into fixed income. <laughs> uh, so a lot of a lot of that fixed income ends up in people's like four hundred one k with mm-hmm. bonds and everything like that, or mm-hmm. Roth IRAs, besides stocks. But then also stocks end up. Um, surviving because of those corporate bonds and people get to buy more money back mm-hmm. and that's why there's a huge uh, multiple in terms of stocks so the way that stocks are priced right now they're not the true value unless you find an intrinsic value company um, so they touch about all of that and, and it's a lot more in depth um, so I highly highly recommend for you guys to go listen to that podcast because if you guys want to listen to to it from someone who like truly understands it and might like blow your mind I suggest to go listen to that podcast, man, because it's 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 taught me a lot. What was it called again? Uh, we study uh, millionaires. We study uh, okay. millionaires. Yeah, we study millionaires. The investors podcast. So let me double check on that, but I'm pretty sure. Yep, we study. Oh, we study billionaires. God damn it! Yeah, billionaires. All right, yeah, billionaires. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, even better. No, yeah. Um, it's 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 really worth it, man. Um, they are hour long episodes, but you learn so much within that hour. And the more you learn, the more you know that you, the, the less that you know. Mm. If that made sense, like I know, got you. And yeah, it's crazy. No, but uh, do you have anything else that's kind of mind blowing? I didn't know about cryptocurrency being tied to real estate. That mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah, it just has the that. potential of disrupting so much, man. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> we'll see where the world goes. Yeah, seriously. Like ten years. You just yeah. want to see a dystopia, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to be the head of cyberpunk, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. do you have any? Uh, questions or anything like closing that remarks, Eric? No. closing remarks no 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 closing remarks well i think this was a really good episode in all honesty we thank I, you for having me man. Uh, thank you so for, coming. for coming I, dude. I, I know it's a drive yeah, no, no seriously and i definitely feel like we can do a presentation for congress about inflation oh you think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think we i think we touched based on like the very key points no but i uh, thank you, you guys yeah you, you guys do the, the talking i'll be the background dancer yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thank you guys for listening. Um, and thank you guys for tuning. Bye bye.